Hello, this is Agoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open and your mouth shut, shut. Welcome to the Steven Crypto Show, presented by DustSteveStrout.com. I am Steve. I'm Crypto Zoo. Break out a glass and pour some wine. It's episode 59. We're here to give you a nice little background while you enjoy some Merlot, you know, because I'm sure that's what you, uh, what, what every wine connoisseur enjoys is yeah. pop culture and fart that, jokes. <laughs> the, the fancy <laughs> stuff. Get back. Take and, the uh, edge off. Pour a glass out of your box of wine and uh, get fancy <laughs> with us. <laughs> Boxed wine. Set the mood. Set the mood with some boxed wine. Some of that. Uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna try to name off wine varieties. I'm just gonna get right in and thank you guys for. I delivered to a wine cellar. I should know yeah. a couple of them. But yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. But anyways, thank you guys for coming back 59 times to listen to our nonsense. Uh, I guess that means you guys like us. And there's many ways to show that you like us. One by following us on social media. He's CryptoZoo88. I'm the Steve Strout everywhere. We have our Facebook, the Steven Crypto Show group. Just search the Steven Crypto Show on Facebook and that'll pop up. And of course, the Buy Me a Coffee page, buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. It's like tipping us and thanking us and helping us uh improve the show in every way we can and we have a new way which we announced on the last episode we now have a patreon page which is uh we're excited about because it's given us a whole nother platform to bring you guys new content and stuff we have we actually just released the first exclusive uh content for patrons over there we put out a uh, episode like a mini episode talking about games because besides you know it's talking about movies and horror stuff and whatever else we nerd out about here there's a little bit more depth to our character i guess we could say we're both into games we're both into just everything man we're just nerdy dudes that like to have fun and bullshit and we want to carry that over to the patreon page and do a little extra special things for you guys who uh, you know are contributing and investing in the show is basically definitely you never know what we're going to throw your way. Uh, we want to provide a variety of content, so it might be like uh, just a, a straight rant about Zack Snyder movies. It might be uh, maybe a little like you know drum tutorial video from me, or it might be like Steve taking a poop. Who knows? You know, we're not sure what we're going to throw. Probably not the poop thing. <laughs> probably not to put anything, but I, I like the drum tutorial idea. That's cool. And we'll probably throw up like little mini reviews of, you know, like TV show episodes or just all kinds of stuff. Yeah. We want to at least get one solid piece of content out every month. Yeah. But the more, uh, you know, if the, if the Patreon gets busy, then we'll definitely find time to make more effort to putting out more stuff. Um, I'm thinking we might eventually down the road do like live streams, little chats with with patrons, or uh, even just put up like little videos, like 
uh, say you go to a fucking comic book shop or something, and you just wander around looking at the cool toys and talking shit about them. Just little video clips or whatever. Just we want to have some fun with it, and we want to have fun with you guys because you guys have been supporting us. Hopefully, you continue to support us, and you can do it now. And like I said, social media, buy me a coffee, and now you could hit us up on Patreon, and you could pledge to uh, subscribe to the show. Uh, you could pick your own amount. I'm pretty sure that you uh, pledge on there. And right now we don't have any tiers or anything set up. It's just you sign up, you're part of the crew, and you get hooked up with whatever we put out there. We are going to do one extra perk we're going to do is like giveaways. Probably monthly, we're going to just go through the name of all the the patrons and uh, draw a name and send somebody a little, little prize. Could be anything from a movie to a uh, collectible a toy a piece of steven crypto merch something will surprise you we'll hook you up with something cool something that we've been wanting in our own life you know what i mean we're actually gonna send you some bullshit we're gonna send you something cool that we would want too it's gonna be one of things like yeah. damn do i yeah, just want to we... keep this for myself or like no <laughs> <laughs> in in that case i'll probably get two of them one for the listener one for me but yeah, regardless much. The other thing we'll have is a lot you know, of like, we are definitely going to hook you guys in good. So and we'll have uh we're always getting cool, you know, uh swag and stuff from uh guests that we have here. So we'll get we'll slip in little gifts from those guys too. Because they definitely appreciate you guys showing us the love because what we're doing is really our goal is to promote all these other people. So it's like a cycle. So that's just yeah, going yeah. We we just want you guys to. We want all you guys to know about all the cool stuff that's coming out, and you know, artists that we have met along this this podcast journey, and and uh, things that they're working on. So that's that's always been our goal is to just kind of help other people get their projects out there. Yeah, and we we have a good time doing it. So to help us do it you know helps keeping us going and all that stuff and all the contributions over the past year almost year and a half have all gone to improving what we do like upgrading gear you know advertising here and there um this it all helps helps us grow and we want you guys to be part of that so grow with us and Let's make this a thing. Let's keep it going. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Steve, did you mention the Facebook group? I did mention the Facebook group, but we'll mention it again. Uh, the Steven Crypto Show on Facebook. Find it. Join the group. We talk about yeah, all kinds of stuff on there. We post about the show. Speaking of joining journeys, join there us there. Go. and you can, you can check out all of our shenanigans and, you know, different things that we want to post that might not always be mentioned on the show or you know just little random things that we find that we decide you know hey we think this is cool you might think it's cool too yeah so we have our whole you know the group is full of cool like-minded people that post stuff and share stuff there too you know we have a lot of creators pop in there and put up their comics and kickstarters and stuff and 
Mm-hmm. They share share stories from the pop culture world and horror, especially because that's our niche audience, basically. But um, it's uh, twenty twenty two now. It's a whole new year. The holidays yeah, are over. Yeah. How was your holiday season? It was pretty good. Um, I actually, uh, uh, you know, Christmas was was fun. Uh, the kids got more gifts than they even cared about. Like my two-year-old didn't give a shit about anything except for a couple of things we got them from the Dollar Tree, and that's no joke. Um, and our oldest, you know, he's five. We got him a Switch Lite, and he he's kind of into it. You know, I got him to play with it the other day when the power went out, and he couldn't use his mom's ipad to play roblox oh um, shit I that's that's I his jam i didn't press record i'm just what? kidding i'm kidding i'm <sighs> kidding it's been a while since i've done <sighs> that so i had to make a joke about it sorry it's been a while oh no please since no. i gave him a heart attack <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyways toys i want to um, honestly the main thing i was asking i want to so hear yeah. about what kind of fucking toys you got Talk about the kids getting Roblox. Well, I got this. Uh, I I got this microphone right here that that makes me sound a little smooth and buttery. Oh yeah, maybe. Oh yeah. Well, let him drink. Let him it drink more. Real nice. Let him drink more of that episode fifty nine wine, and then you'll start sounding more and more smooth by the minute. <laughs> fifty nine wine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my my wine looks like water right now, but I'm working on changing it. Yeah, um, you know, and give it the old Jedi mind trick over here. The only thing you're gonna turn that into is some piss, but that's cool. I'll give you point <laughs> point for trying. You changed a Coke into a Pepsi. <laughs> that was your transformation. Yeah. Um, I'd be okay yeah with yeah. That, so I, I got this. Pepsi's better than Coke, but anyways, no Coke. Pepsi. Yep. Yeah. Even Pepsi. when I drank soda, I never liked Coke. Never yeah. liked Coca-Cola. No, unless no had, offense. Unless to, I had Jack you know, Daniels. Anybody. Put me some Jack Daniels in Coke. That was my fucking jam. I know you weren't much of a drinker either, but sure you probably No, no, man. I remember going to a party. Drink whatever ago. somebody bought you. <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, my favorite yeah. kind of drink uh, were the free ones. Yeah, on my 21st birthday, I drank whatever was handed to me because <laughs> I didn't really know like what was good. I wasn't the type of kid that was drinking a whole lot before I was 21. Right, I wasn't right. trying to hunt for for booze or anything. But um, yeah, I remember once going to a party and my friend answers the door and he was like, he threw a drink in my face. Drink this. I'm like, what is it? He's like, Jack and Coke. I'm like, you know, I don't drink soda. And he's like, yeah, but there's booze in it. I'm like, yeah, Fair that enough. doesn't help. Fair enough. That doesn't help at all to me. But, you know, it's not going to cover up the taste of Coca-Cola. You know what's wild I, is that is that you actually remember your twenty first birthday. I do. I remember it pretty well. Yeah, I remember uh, hopping from bar to bar here in town. You know, we went between three, like all three of them. <laughs> I, I I said bar to bar like two. You know, Dude, like yeah. literally, we we jump between two bars right. all day. <laughs> Go to town tavern for a little bit. When you know we get bored there, we'd walk over to Sirens and then go back to the town tavern. But um. Yeah, I remember being up at, at Sirens here in Port Townsend, and uh, my 
friend who I used to play in a band with, his mom came up there and she was like, what am I getting you? And I said, uh, what are you having? And she was like, are you sure you want to go down that path? Mistake. <laughs> and she, you know, she was a, a regular up there. And uh, so it was Jaeger, I think. That was my first oh, time having God. it. And actually, I don't really mind it if if it's like one or two shots but after that i uh it starts really disagreeing with my stomach um nasty shit yeah 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 the bear off subject but speaking of local bars and venues um you actually booked another show at a local venue so anybody in the northwest specifically western washington um we have a spot in Port Hadlock, which is just outside of Port Townsend, called the Crazy Otter. Uh, tell us about the show that you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So um, I wouldn't necessarily say that I booked the show, but I managed to, you, you know, get a spot on, on the, the show. show. Sorry. I was booked to be on the show, but yeah. So January 21st, we got Stevie Stone coming out to the Crazy Otter. Now, for any of you who might be slightly familiar with that name, I'll just, you know, make that a little easier for you. Um, he is former strange music artist. Um, if you listen to tech, I guarantee you've heard Stevie Stone before. So this is probably like my fourth or fifth show doing with him. And he's one of the most humble artists that I have met as far as like national tourists. And it's a long way with me. Like I, man i i don't care how good your music is if you're an asshole i'm not not really going to be feeling you too much you know but if you have some some kick-ass music and you're a good person then definitely goes a long thumbs up for me so basically he it goes a long way he's a national touring hip-hop performer yeah yeah he was from uh kansas city area he was on one of the top indie labels which i i don't know if it's really considered an indie label anymore but he's not with them no more, but he's still a touring headliner and he's coming to our little old town. <laughs> and that's cool. That's right. Yeah. He started his own label, Odyssey Records. Um, so yeah, he's gonna be out here again Friday, January 21st at the Crazy Otter. Doors at 8 p.m. Uh 21 and up, full bar with ID. Uh, we got music from, of course, Stevie Stone, Nothead, Endgame, myself, Crypto Zoo, Swisher Sleep. Music from DJ Thay. Uh, you can get tickets on stoneirondale.bpt.me. That is, again, stoneirondale.bpt.me. Or if you're a local, you can contact myself, and I will be happy to help you out with tickets, which are 15 bucks a pop. Yeah, do it. It's cool. It's a big show for, like I said, for our little town. Um yeah good crypto getting back on stage it's been kind of a long time coming make sure you guys mask up when you go that's my only request have fun have some drinks support crypto he'll be there i'm pretty sure he'll probably have some steven crypto show stickers and shit give people that so if you if you hear this not sure how many of you will but if you hear this and show up to show be like i fucking love steven crypto show and he'll give you something he'll give you I don't know. Don't bug me. I'll give you a sticker. Yeah. I'll give you a high five. and <laughs> You get a crisp high five. Crisp, but, crisp high five. Yeah. But do nice it. what is crisp. the date on that again? January 21st. January That's a Friday 21st. night. Yeah. 
yeah so um yeah that's that's the only show that i got on the pipeline right now but i'm definitely looking to to get more of them lined up um just you know here in the northwest um yeah i'm just happy to get out there again and really trying to do a little bit more solo stuff this year i think i'm gonna try to make 2022 the year of the zoo <laughs> 2022 is the year to Stephen crypto show in the zoo yes it's all kind of blends in together i guess yes <laughs> um, it does <laughs> yeah so this is the year to get off our asses and we're gonna grow this show you're gonna grow your your music and by 2023 we're all gonna be famous and retire <laughs> that's the plan but anyways um boy wouldn't that be nice what are we talking about? we're talking about christmas yeah yeah you got a um, cool so- microphone yeah, I got a microphone. I mean, um, I have a Nintendo Switch, you know, the normal version of it. I uh, I got Mario Kart. So anyone out there that wants to play some, you know, a couple rounds or whatever, um, contact me online, send me a, a friend code, and we can make that happen. You know what? But, uh, yeah. I, I hadn't played video games in a really long time. Until recently, we're over at our, our friend's house, and uh, they have a couple kids, a couple girls, I think. 10 and 12 or something like that and the 10 year old is like super nerd like uh she's cool she's a cool little kid and uh and she uh talked me into playing mario kart on her switch and uh cool after after a little while after a few games i started catching on then i started kicking ass and then she didn't want to play anymore but <laughs> that was the first yeah, time that's how that it was, goes. it's literally it's they like been, it when they're winning it's probably been like 20 years since I picked up a video game, besides you know being at like a bar playing a arcade game or something, but yeah. literally it's been like twenty years since since I've done it, and it was fun, and I, I definitely want to play it again. So I might have to come over there and whoop your ass at some point. But <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know if I ever mentioned it on this show. I might have, but I was in a Mario Kart competition at a bar and i was in second place you know like it was down to me and one other dude there was actual money on the line and of course everybody wanted rainbow road to be the last track which i hate and so you know we're we're going and going and i almost won but that blue shell got me and he took it he took the championship honestly i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but it was fun well i'm just saying you come over this way you might have a hard time don't don't just assume you're gonna kick some ass if you come over to this house Um, (laughs) i'm not being cocky and saying that i'm gonna take the win but i'm not saying i'm gonna lose either i see here the thing is when i play people are worried about shells and shit hitting them on the game but i bring a pocket full of shells (laughs) <laughs> and I and I rally around the family. No, oh yeah, just, I was, I was just, gonna say. I was like, like, if you that. don't say it, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just fucking throw a fucking seashell at your head while you're trying to play it. And uh, I play dirty. <laughs> yeah, I don't you're know like, why that popped that, in my you head. See that place over there? That used to be a library. Boom, yep. banana. Boom, gotcha, banana. Yep, just slap you <laughs> with a banana peel. Like, oh, you yeah. just went from second to eighth place. Sorry, pal. But um. Yeah. That's what you get for not having a pocket full of shells on you, man. You're not yeah. prepared for this game. <laughs> and if it's not that, they're going to get hit in the face with pocket sand because that's what my generation did back in the day. Sand you play the games. Yeah. All of a sudden, you get pocket sand thrown at you. Yeah, man. It's the way to do it. And then they old get the fatality. Style, old, old, like 
pro wrestling 80s like heel shit you know I'll just <laughs> yeah. throw a little salt in your eyes or yeah. i'll poke you in the eyeball I'll roddy piper you just boom. did Let's you ever see me. that episode of sunny philadelphia where they all want to be wrestlers maybe maybe that's that's exactly what they did dude they had a, a heel character he was the taliban and <laughs> and he came in and it was a white dude it was cricket Cricket's got like all this, this like he's got a turban on and and a bunch of gear and whatnot, and he, he comes in and he just like blows sand in all their faces, and then finally it's just Charlie and he's like, uh, or no, I'm sorry, it was Mac. Mac's like, uh, I have a feeling that if I get in the ring, you're just gonna throw sand in my face, so I'm just gonna get down, <laughs> and then it's just him standing there and he thinks he's victorious until the trash man comes in and hits him from behind. As DeVito. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they told DeVito he was going to be the ref. And he's like, no, I'm the villain. I'm the trash man. I come in and throw garbage all over the ring and I start eating, <laughs> eating garbage and shit, you know? And so he hit him with the trash can, but he, I guess he hit him in the neck and there was a rough edge on it. And Cricket starts bleeding. <laughs> and the whole crowd goes silent. And then DeVito just puts his arm up. And he's like, I knew this shit wasn't fake. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, they actually had Rowdy Roddy Piper in the episode too. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, sort of vaguely remember it. Yeah, uh, I love that show. Piper was the man, dude. Yeah, Piper was great. He was quite possibly the greatest heel ever. Oh man, that's a hard. That's name, a hard statement. Name a better one. You can't. Maybe like man. Maybe like Heyday Four Horsemen Ric Flair. Yeah, Flair was, was Flair was really, really good. I mean, of course, my mind's going to 90s because that's when I was watching, yeah. like when I started watching. And so my mind even goes to like The Rock just in his trash talking times, you know, right. face or heel. He was always doing it. Yeah, but the, the lines were so blurred in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, good guy or bad guy. They were all kind of on the same shit. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Because, like, really, if you took, like, Steve Austin, the Stone Cold Steve Austin character from the 90s and his height of his his uh, popularity, you put that guy back in, like, 1985, he's a heel all the way. He's oh, yeah. That guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's the guy that is going to have to fucking lose to Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 2 or something. You know what I mean? It's like, well, it and they probably blurred. They wouldn't, like, you couldn't keep him as a fake or as a heel character if you wanted to. You know, because like once people were loving what he was doing so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he could have been like he's the heel, but he's that character that like a lot of people want to be, you know, where you're like giving your boss the finger and, you know, that's why it was so good. Giving him a stunner through the table. But it was a totally different era. You know what I mean? Yeah. There there was a uh, there was a a hard line between good and bad in wrestling back in the day but yeah once the 90s, 90s hit in that era that attitude era whatever you want to call it it was just blurred you know what i mean it was a whole different mm-hmm. different thing <laughs> but um man we keep going off <laughs> we're talking about i Christmas know we and keep watering off i think did you say all your presents yeah. you got a microphone no no all right, all right i got this i got what this else? nice smooth mic here my my lovely yeah. lovely lady got me this microphone that i'm thankful for um i got Mario Kart, um, another Mario game, Super Mario U or something like that. It was originally on the the Wii and the right. Wii U, and they yeah. put two games into one and whatnot, and 
you know, okay. put them on the switch, re-released yeah. it. It's actually pretty fun. Um, I got a, a kit to make my own hot sauce because uh, if you, if you have noticed any photos from, you know, Instagram and Facebook, I've, I've posted my hot sauce collection. I have quite a few. Um, but you see, and Kevin, I watch like hot ones. Kevin Smith got a hot sauce and like, what? He's, really? he sold like these little hot sauce sets for like $50. Just because you signed the bottle, like, come on, man. Oh, are you sure that wasn't a, oh, Fluffy? No. Didn't Fluffy do that? It was a a Kevin Smith hot sauce, and it came with, like, two, like, cocksmoker sauces, too. Just look at it. Look on his. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Look on his, like, Twitter or Instagram or something. I actually seen it this morning. Scrolling through when I was. Okay. I'll. May I'll or may not have been on the toilet when I was scrolling to Instagram. Who knows? Um, but hot sauce kit. What else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I have a a good variety, and I've been been thinking about making my own. And so I'm gonna try to find some exotic ingredients. And you know, I was thinking maybe I'll maybe I'll make like a more of like a curry or like a Thai hot sauce of some sort or you know maybe like a cajun one or something i want to do something different you know right um because there's a lot i mean there, there's so many hot sauces out there and i don't yeah. want to straight up copy anybody else so Just bust out the the steven crypto show hot sauce and it could be oh, like one of them probably will be that yeah yeah and then we'll make a game out of it where like every time we say a certain word on the show you gotta like take a little Dab a hot sauce or something. Hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I just want like a good hot sauce that fucking tastes good on food. All right. Well, I'll want, try to make I don't one. want like some weird dare jackass shit. I just want some good tasting hot sauce. <laughs> it's funny you don't want some jackass shit. I do have a sauce that's made by Steve-O or at least Steve-O endorsed by him sauce. or whatever. It's hot like, sauce for your butthole. For your butthole <laughs> or for, yeah. And I'm sure he probably has put it in his butthole. And he probably put it in his eye. He did put it in his eye on uh, Hot Ones, actually. And he got an award for it. <laughs> Good for uh, him. Yeah, if, yeah. You what know. his award going to be when he's fucking old and blind and, like, brain damaged and, like, <laughs> in a wheelchair. And he's like, all, that, all my hard work paid off. Told you I didn't want to have a real job ever. Like, all right. Look at you now. He's been sober for a long time now, and I really yeah. gotta give it up to well, him for it. Good. Like he's that's cool. he's he's done a lot of good stuff since you know straightening out and yeah. I mean oh, the, the sure. podcast I, I, he I does, like, like Steve O's Wild this, Ride is really cool. I like what he does. He's entertaining. But I just remember yeah. like back in the him day, and, him just saying like, "I don't ever want to work in my life, so I just do stupid shit or something." Like, okay, fair enough. But yeah, is it worth it? But now it's paying off for him finally. Now that he's like yeah. an old man, and yeah, now he's—I mean—he's been doing stand-up for almost a decade now. Is he? I funny think, or maybe maybe a little over a decade now. Have you he's heard been doing any it. of it. Is he like funny? for a little bit? Yeah, it's it's you know um, Is it more him just telling stories that are kind of humorous. There's a yeah, there's a lot of storytelling, kind of like what Jay Muse does, you know. And right. and I'm not saying any of this in a negative way or whatever. No, no, Some no. you know different comedians have different deliveries. Right. So yeah, he he tells a lot of stories from back in the day and you know things that he's gone through and whatnot. You know, getting arrested here and there, and 
ex- experiences and yeah. you know throw some jokes in and yeah it's fun and and then i think towards the end he'll he'll do like a variety of stunts and you know different things on stage that he can pull off then right there in front of a crowd yeah um yeah I mean, that's what yeah. people would expect you know what I mean? yeah i know Kinda he comes to, to he comes to tacoma comedy club a lot <clears throat> and i kind of want to go see him because i know he doesn't charge much i know some people that went he i think they paid like 15 bucks for a ticket and yeah, in like the end they regular they, comedy club price yeah yeah I and do. they got to meet him in the end too i saw that's a photo with them and steve-o so Cool. I mean, yeah. I, I I like him. Like I said, I'm a yeah. fan of all those guys. Him and Knoxville are all they probably my favorite two jackass members. Yeah, well, they're the so. only two that didn't just like piss away their lives, and you know what I mean. They continued yeah. to to work somehow, and they got work in like more mainstream and, and acting and stuff. Yeah, well, Wee Man was smart with his money. He opened up a taco chain. Did he? Yeah, chronic yeah. tacos. That's his. Yeah, is it like, is it a big chain or is it a small chain? Uh, they're like West Coast. Yeah, so they're in California, and you know, there's actually a couple locations up this way. Uh, there's one in the Lakewood, I think, out Tacoma area. Yeah, that's cool. Yep, we've gone to that one a few times, and and the first first time going there, I asked the staff, I was like has we man been here before and they said that he was there for the opening yeah i'm sure he's there for the opening and he's and the rest of the money just gets direct deposited in his account <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i like to go to to uh danny trejo's shops don't he have like tacos and donut shops and shit like that oh i didn't like, know he had a donut shop i know he has yeah, trails i'm pretty sure he has a donut shop too cool yeah yeah cool. um because i see him on social media all the time just like he'd be in there working <laughs> yeah dude cool. he he does he does work in in the truck because um oh what was it uh there was a weekend where they had like a couple shows out at white river amphitheater and i think the first day was rob zombie and some other people and then the next day was slipknot and that was the date that i went to oh did he have um, a truck there a taco truck there treo's tacos was there and my friend and i almost went we almost right. went to eat now i wish we did and then you, you know, heard he was there after yeah i saw pictures of my old classmate got a picture with him and and so like son of a bitch like you know he might have been there but he was definitely there on friday because that's when my classmate was there and uh you know he was there to support his friend rob doing his thing so that's awesome. Uh, That's yeah. cool. You I wish, wish I would have gone. Up. You really yeah. fucked up that time. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Should have got a taco. Yep. Yep. That's it. You're just fucking thinking about your damn self, going to watch these <laughs> bands that you paid too much money to see. I know. Why, like, why go, why go watch Slipknot when we could be eating tacos? Honestly, that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I would probably rather have some tacos. Like, you got to like, think about it for I a minute. I did Slipknot, but I would rather have some tacos. They are one of my favorite bands, and this was the one and only time that I've seen them. Yeah. But I, you know, we did think about it for a minute, like tacos or Slipknot. Yeah, and you wouldn't have had to make the fucking tacos and clean up the mess. That should have been the deciding now, factor right there. And yeah, now we're just. Dreaming about the, the taco that, that got away. The taco that got away. You bet you're kicking yourself in the ass right now. 
Man, Machete might have made that taco for me. Huh, for real. Someday you ever meet him, you tell him. And he'll just probably slap the shit out of you or something. <laughs> One day when we have him on this show, or, yeah. you know, maybe we'll at least ask <laughs> if he'll be on it, and he'll be like, Machete, don't Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet he does. Because he's like a... a He's always all you look at his social media accounts and he just like hamming it up all the time. That's cool. Yeah. Man. He he does it. Yeah. That's the hard working dude. That's true. I respect those people like yeah. that that work hard oh, man. in the fucking in entertainment and and he's a good example of that. Uh, yeah, he doesn't stop. He's always cranking out movies. Yeah. Definitely getting them paychecks, you know, whether it's like a straight to DVD release or not. He's like, I'm, I'm there. I'm getting paid for it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So did we cover your, your, uh, Christmas haul? <laughs> uh, for the most part. Yeah, I think so. Um, did you get anything cool? Any fun gadgets or anything? Um, what did we get? I got, I got, you know, toys, games, like a, coolest things was probably uh ryan got me or santa claus i think ryan helped him pick it out but <laughs> santa got me uh, a couple lego sets like a slave one and then a boba fett helmet which are two that i've been eyeballing for a long time that i wanted so i got those is it like a big lego helmet you can put on <laughs> no it's fucking small <laughs> we were both like oh we thought it was gonna be bigger but no it was it was literally it was probably like maybe six inches not including the the pedestal thing but it's still super yeah. cool man it was fun to build like i got a bad feeling it's gonna be my new obsession is legos and that shit's expensive and i'm kind of nervous because they have, like- ryan loves harry potter there's a lot of harry potter lego sets too so it's like yeah oh, and there's something we enjoy. And then you're going to feel obligated to get mm-hmm. those for her. Like, I want to do Legos, yeah. but hold on. Maybe if I get the Harry Potter one, she'll be okay with me spending fucking $300 on a Lego set. <laughs> yeah. And then you build it in an hour and you're like, oh, fuck. I want my $300 back. Luckily, I don't think the ones I got were that much money, but it's cool, man. I yeah, got those. those. Are... Um, what I get? I got, let's see, family. Uh, her parents got me some cool shit. They got me, like, a King Kong NECA figure, which is cool. Like, all these people, like, know me so well. It's awesome. Uh, they got me a safe. Yeah, sounds like it. They got me, like, a little water and fireproof safe cool. to keep, you know, because I have some comic books that are kind of very, uh, that are worth money. You know, like, Wolverine first appearance. Yeah. And I got, like, comics from the, the superman creators like pre-superman and like old shit new shit all kinds of cool shit and those are all locked in the safe now so that's cool i got what else did i get so we got some games i can't think of any off the top of my head but um listen on patreon because i'll definitely talk about games on there quite a bit and we'll probably mention some of them and what else did i fucking get? yeah I got a Captain You got a Kirk. fart game. I got yeah. Don't I know you that. keep bringing that up. That's good. We're gonna play it one day. <laughs> I got a, a Captain Kirk from the original series Funko Pop. That was pretty cool. I mean, it's, 
not like a, a special pop or anything, but he just looks cool. He's in his captain's chair. So he'll probably come out and end up sitting on the the desk, aka the world famous Steven Crypto Show studio. Um I can't think of anything else. Just lots of games, cool things. Uh it was good. And, and I mean like presence isn't what it's about but it was it was cool i like stuff so and i got yeah. a lot of it so i'm happy with it we like stuff and we like things happy with stuff yeah but yeah. um we all love a good ghost story but have you ever wondered how it came to be have you ever wanted to dig deeper into the true history of your favorite stories of the macabre how about whether or not it really went down that way Join us bi-weekly on Ghoulish Tendencies Podcast, where we, two paranormal investigators, delve into the depths of the famous and not-so-famous cases of murder, ghosts, legends, and lore, with a healthy dose of debunking. I'm Gabby, the resident Mulder. And I'm Kim, the resident Scully. And we're your ghostesses of Ghoulish Tendencies Podcast, found wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay spooky! Uh, let's let's jump. Talk about something other than Christmas because Christmas is over now, officially. Now that we talked about it, you know something else that everyone's been talking about lately is Spider Man, yes. and I still have not seen Spider Man Homeward Bound. Now you have, yeah. Not, and see, ever you since you've been it. saying Homeward Bound, I can't think of the fucking title of the movie. It's That's like, the title. Homeward Bound is stuck in my head. It's really not Homeward Bound. Sassy isn't Strikes it like, Back. Isn't it like No Way Home or something like that? Or I mean, I. I think I, I thought it was homeward bound, but no. maybe it's no way home. Whatever, something it's something. But it I, is cool. I think I have an idea of of where this. I think I have an idea of where things are going. Yeah. Um, they're they're totally setting up this this new world. So the next one's gonna be called Spider Man Home Improvement, and oh, Wilson gosh, is gonna be the go. true villain hiding behind the fence. Peter retires, starts a DIY TV show called Building with Peter and Ned. Until it's canceled after four episodes due to Peter literally putting houses together with webbing. <laughs> you had already so, been fired by I, Disney. I, as, soon <laughs> as, as soon as you said, I think I'm on to the neighbor's here. name. You you could write like a little fan fiction and write a little a little book about it and see how well it does. It's <laughs> Peter the Tool Man Parker. You know, eventually he retires. Peter and, the, uh, Peter the Tool you know, Parker. <laughs> he has three sons, you know, so somebody else has to take the mantle over as the new Spider-Man. And and then uh, we just, it, it expands from there. I mean, as as the uh, multiverse does. Um, right. So, uh, gonna, yeah, gonna... that's, that's what I think is up next, man. It's, it's going to be the Spider-Man Home Improvement. I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> cut you off. I think of that comes with home. I'm going to go ahead and stop you there. That's the worst idea <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> Like I remember a while back, uh, you made a joke about some well, idea that was bad, but this might have topped it. Yeah, yeah, maybe, and that's that's what I try to do here. And I think just if they make jokes. if they make your Spider-Man movie, it don't make anywhere near the six hundred million dollars this one's already made. I think you might make like you don't want to watch a show. With, you might with it might Peter, make like. like it might make like 40 bucks and that would be like your dad watching it and you buying a ticket to your own movie and maybe maybe your lady. I don't think my dad would even go to see that. <laughs> She'd be like, nah. I'm no, she it. would. She definitely wouldn't go. No. And I'm pretty sure my dad wouldn't go. I don't think I could get anyone to really 
absolutely go see that with me. To him. So like, listen, listen, <laughs> hear me out. Peter, the tool man. <laughs> yeah. And then Ned gets upset and he, he branches off, you know, after he's become hobgoblin. And then he like, he's away for a little while. And then he comes back with his own show, like cooking with hobgoblin or something. You right, know, and, right. Cause he doesn't need Peter Parker with his, his, you know, silly web building technique that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, no, thank moving you. on. So, uh, <laughs> the, the screen movie comes no, out. Soon. No, not for you. I can't, I can't, I can't count on your money for that one. Yeah, no, you can't count on uh, anything. Yeah, Scream. Scream. Let's, let's move on yeah. to something better. Please. Scream coming Please. out this month. Finally. Finally, we're getting Scream 5. Um, I mean, I know it's not called that, but it's it's Scream 5. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, it's nice to have another, uh, another horror movie kind of in the spotlight, you know, like. Yeah. We will get into it with the talk with, with you know, with Craig about um, about Halloween. You know, I don't want to say too much, but we, we talked about Halloween for a minute. And that was mentioned, you know, how it's nice, nice for a movie like that to be like really out there for a little bit, get some publicity. And I think that Scream is about to have the same treatment, you know, so really it's only been like a couple months without a big horror title, you know, out there in the you know in the news or whatever you know out there in the interwebs and now back at back at it again with a, a big iconic title like scream yeah and, and i don't think there's any other big movies coming out around then that would compete with it you know what i mean like i was hyped for like the Guillermo del toro movie that just came out but it released on the same weekend as spider-man which was a fucking awful weekend so i'm hoping scream is like the big movie oh yeah weekend. i should have changed that yeah and you yeah. said you mentioned talking about and craig. spider-man you know you mentioned mentioned craig which yeah um in a, in a few minutes here in the episode we have uh craig e. sawyer the writer who wrote the forbidden museum comic we had him back on episode 34 to tell us about the book and the kickstarter and stuff he ran with it and that was really successful and now he is back for a few minutes to tell us about book two and the Kickstarter for that, that he's launching very soon. And a little giveaway that we're doing in cahoots, Craig and the Steven Crypto Show are in cahoots to send out a copy of that issue one to a listener. So in a little bit here, we'll share that little conversation with you. And so, you know, we are talking about, like, he was like, Craig did this and like, what? <laughs> um, well, yeah, we're back. To talk about uh, Scream coming, it's exciting. It's good for horror to have these these uh, big blockbuster movies to put horror as like mainstream, which is uh, it's just good for it all around. Um, what else yeah. is happening? Scream. Um, didn't the uh, Resident Evil movie come out recently? Yeah, yeah, it uh, came out a few weeks ago, I think. Um, it's available on amazon prime i think it's one of like the early access titles you know so at this time it's like 20 bucks to rent oh but is it, it's not free I, well, it's, it's not just my opinion the... i thought it was fun yeah no no it's not no mm. it's not like free to stream or whatever right um or with membership no um i uh i thought it was really fun um Honestly, I I just like re-downloaded the original Resident Evil game for the Switch 
Right. It's on sale right now for like 12 bucks. Okay. Just, you know, after watching the new movie, I kind of wanted to go back and, um, I really don't think I've ever played the first resident evil game. So I'm going to go, go through that process. But, um, I thought this movie captured like the video game vibe a little bit more. It was like less flashy, you know, it was a little like more dark and moody. Um, you know, Mila Jovovich is not in it. Um, I think I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago when we yep. briefly talked about it. You know, she's not there because um, I believe she's a made up character. Yeah. For so, the movies, right. Um, yeah. This one has like Chris and Leon and a few other characters that are actually in the games and uh, they're in like the castle, you know, or the, the I'm sorry, not the castle, the mansion right. um, from the first, you know, couple games. So yeah um i thought it was fun yeah yeah you know it's it's getting mixed reviews so don't watch it and like hold it against me if you didn't like it is it 20 dollars to rent fun or just buy it for 20 bucks and i or just wait till it's in i mean i'm probably wait till it's in a red box or dollar 15 rent it then i mean i guess if you're a fan of the franchise you could do that yeah I'm a fan of the franchise, man. I got I got the Umbrella Corporation logo tattooed on my hand. So I, I'm a fan. I want to check it out. Um yeah. I mean, I probably I'm I'm probably gonna buy it. So I I feel like I should have just waited. You know, I think we watched it like on Christmas or Christmas Eve or something like that. Right. So it was kind of just a like, hey, it's it's here. Let's let's just splurge and check it out now. Right. But I would have paid another couple bucks to just buy it yeah yeah so all right i have every other resident evil movie right right um, might as well but man. yeah um as as far as like um other fun things to watch that are out right now book of boba yeah chapter was, one is was, out there now for everybody to watch i feel like this is uh off to a good start i'm feeling it um yeah i like how they how they uh gave us a lot of the story of how he survived the sarlacc pit and they kind of made a new story around like back in the day you know there were stories like in the books and stuff how he survived but this is completely different and i like that Mm -hmm. it's cool a lot of action in that first like a ton of action within just that short time period which was awesome uh like there was a lot of action, but it and kind of uh, character building in in this world. And I think I think it, these episodes are all going to be kind of just paced like that until the end of the season, and shit's going to get crazy. Yeah, you know, what I mean, because it's kind of just like kind of not dragging out in a boring way, but it's kind of slower in that sense. You know what I mean? Well, it's only going to be seven episodes. Yeah. And, you know, I imagine all of them are going to be around the same length, except for maybe the last one might be a little longer. It's kind of the it felt the short. way that they've been making a lot of a lot of shows. Yeah, it was only like 35 minutes. Well, I mean, there's a lot of credits, so it's probably more like yeah. just 30. It, it was know. weird. Like, like I said, it felt yeah. there was a lot of action, but it felt dragged out, but it felt short. Like I don't get how that all came to work like that, but it did. You know what I mean? Like it almost 
<laughs> it don't make sense, but it makes sense if you watched it. But I'm glad they really finally started giving us the, the story of his yeah. his surviving. <clears throat> yeah, it's short and sweet. Yeah. But um yeah, it was cool to actually see him, you know, getting out of the Sarlacc and all that. Like, yeah. you know, because like you said, I mean, we've we've heard, I mean, some some like fans like us <clears throat> have heard that in the books he did escape. And so yeah. it was neat to just actually get that visual yeah. of and, him and, in there. And they, it was yeah. kind of similar to how how he escapes, but a little different. But it's cool how they keep how, how there's still after effects of what he went through. You know, like after he got yeah. like attacked later on, he had to go back into his uh, his little uh, therapy bath thing. What the fuck did they call it? The back to the tank or something like that. Um, Bantha? No, yeah. no, it's Banthas like are what the, yeah, the Bantha is the creature. But that's the things that the the things ride. Uh, yeah. What you call them? Anyways, that thing. Yeah, it was seemed like he has a. I don't know. Maybe it's something's fucked up on him's immune system or something. I don't know. But like he had to go right into there after he was attacked which he's getting too old for this shit getting too old for this shit yeah well yeah it was good i'm looking forward to that um yeah and it I, was cool to see robert rodriguez you know was involved with this one too because yeah. i think he like he you did, you made a mandalorian he, episode yeah and he's a part of this as well sure. so we, cool. we got the we got the beginning of that we got the end of hawkeye which yes. just came and went real quick that, um that was See that show was fucking good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, a lot of people. There was people Man. bitching because there wasn't like after credit scenes or something. Like fuck off. We got like, one, but it was lame, man. We we yeah. got one. Like the, I mean, I thought it was kind of lame. Which one was the it? The whole I, I dance. Oh, oh, when the they, last okay, episode. yeah, yeah, yeah. When they showed the musical, that was stupid. Yeah, I wish that. Yeah, happen. but people and the whole it. time we were watching, we we're like, wow, we could have cut this shit off a while ago. You know, yeah. like I was watching thinking something's going to happen or like I was hoping even for them to just pan into the crowd and show somebody sitting there like oh, Nick Fury or yeah. whatever. Somebody's just sitting there watching. That would have been enough. Like, oh, cool. There's that. But man to sit through the whole thing and then especially have my lady be like well that was stupid yeah <laughs> like yeah. yeah i'm sorry sorry i made you sit through that whole thing like <laughs> yeah um internet but man the the show itself it was great the show itself was, it was great. great i really it was thought really good. i wasn't gonna um, like i really thought i wasn't gonna like the the girl yeah her name but she's, uh, she's cool she uh awesome, katie something i don't know k steinfeld something like that yeah no kate bishop is cool yeah yeah but no like the character is cool like, um, the comics and stuff but like i didn't i i just thought the act i wasn't gonna be big on the actress but she was fucking awesome dude and i'm looking forward to more yeah. of her in the role and the dog Pizza oh dog. man and i really felt for her. i yeah, piece of dog. <laughs> I felt for her in the last episode. I don't know if anybody really caught this, but like, you know, earlier in the season, she's trying to kind of emphasize, like, hey, we're we're a team, we're partners. And he's like, No, no, I don't need that. You know, like he doesn't want her to get hurt. Like, just yeah, just yeah. stay away, do your own thing. And then then on that last episode, it went in they're they're talking back and forth. I think he's like getting something ready, getting his arrows in the quiver or whatever. Yeah. And he said, We're partners. Yeah. And you just see her face like, oh, you, you said it, you know, yeah. and, and I felt that too. Like, oh, he said your partners. Did you cry? 
No, I didn't cry. I didn't, I didn't give him. No, I didn't give him none of my tears for that. But, but it was like, oh man, like, you know, she's been wanting that the whole time. And then yeah. for finally to be like, well, okay, we're partners it's, now. It's Disney, of course, they were gonna give us that. But it was nice. It yeah, was, it was a sweet moment. And then they give you the kingpin with the. After the sweet moments, we get the kingpin rolling in with the staff with the diamond on the top, like. Like from the '90s cartoons and shit, and I mean, ugh, I, I like that. I like, I mean, they they got him looking very very cool, you know, very comic esque. I'm sure that whole thing. And then uh, I'm I'm a big, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they were smart to let the speculation build just by panning away, you know, as we gunshot goes deaf for a while so echo fires off around next to him yeah. so that he basically has to go through you know he feels what she feels you know like yeah. all right i'm gonna let you live but you're gonna be like crippled in a way you know you're gonna yeah. you're gonna like feel the way i do walk in my and, shoes um, for a minute and yeah. so yeah and um i thought i heard that he like goes blind or something and then he has reconstruction surgery and he can see again or whatever but um he he goes through some shit that you would think would take him down but he's the kingpin he'll find a way to bounce back and they didn't throw him in this show just to kill him all no no not yet hope not hope not yeah i'm happy he's in there i mean they really they had us guessing for most of that season as to who the main villain was so it was cool when they finally revealed it. Well, speaking of revealing things, let's yeah. jump in and run our little chat with Craig Sawyer so he could reveal his uh, release date for the for the Kickstarter for Forbidden Museum. Hey, this is Dr. Gangreen. You're watching the Steve. No, you're not. You're listening to. You're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show right here on whatever network you're on. I don't know what you're on. Don't ask me. I can't see what you're doing, but keep listening. And tune in next week for more cool content on the Steve and Crypto Show. We are on the Steve and Crypto Show with Craig E. Sawyer, the writer of the comic book series Forbidden Museum. It's a book about... uh, Basically, the best way to describe it is Indiana Jones meets the classic Universal Monsters. Um, He did a Kickstarter last year for the comic, and we talked about it in episode 34 of the Stephen Crypto Show, and the Kickstarter went really well for them. They surpassed their goal and released a book in October. It's a great great comic it's an exciting adventure it left me wanting more and craig is here to tell us about the upcoming launch for book two's uh crowdfunding campaign so um where are you going to take us in book two hello steve and crypto nation uh in book two thanks first of all i want to say thanks for having me on the show Thanks for everybody who backed and supported issue one of the Forbidden Museum. So it's a book about classic monsters. So the first one kind of set up that Henry Harker, our protagonist, the great, great grandson of Jonathan Harker, who fought Dracula in the Bram Stoker novels. uh, He found this this monster museum that he thought was filled with like antiquities and, and, and priceless antiquities. But it's really filled with monsters that are trapped there by his great-grandfather, 
uh, is a prison, a magical prison. So he finds this and he, he releases the monsters from the prison. And he's betrayed by his partner and he's locked into this prison. So he's now cursed. The monsters are free and he's cursed as the museum's curator. He's got this Egyptian magical scarab on his chest that makes him undead, like living dead. He doesn't have to breathe. He has super strength, the strength of 10 men. And he has unlimited money from his grandfather's fortune. But to remove the curse, he's got to fly around to parts of the world. That's kind of where the Indiana Jones vibe comes in. And he finds and traps these monsters and puts them back in the, in the Forbidden Museum. So in issue two, we're going down to the Amazon to find the Gill God. And the Gill God's obviously <clears throat> my version of, of like a creature from the Black Lagoon, Universal movies, or a fish man. And that's uh, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite classic monsters, actually. But he'll not only fight the Gill God, he'll fight the wolf beast. Dracula's the main protagonist in this. Uh, he's searching for the MacGuffin, which is the Book of the Dead, which is the Egyptian Book of the Dead, which is currently in Henry Harker's hands. And he used the magic to uh, trap the monsters and as a guide to find the monsters throughout the world. So yeah, that's where we're headed to next. Uh, the jungles of the Amazon for high adventure. Very cool. Very cool. So I actually have a question about the first book um, without spoiling. Uh, I'm assuming that this, uh, the, uh, the curse that was put upon him is what kept him alive for the five months he was entombed. Yeah, so it was kind of a, a hibernation process, I guess. So it, like it, it adhered to him, and uh, because you know, before he, well, not when he got trapped in the tomb, the the old curator who looks like a, a rotten mummy said it's passed on to you, and it shows the scarab attaching itself to his chest, and then so he kind of comes out of this. Yeah, that's what kept him alive. So yeah, he's kind of like the the walking. He's the living dead. He's almost like a mummy himself. But I kind of made him a little humorous. Like what would what would happen if we didn't have to to breathe or eat and we had superpowers a little bit it would be kind of cool at first right and then you realize like in book two you realizes well i can't get drunk anymore i can't enjoy things i wanted to do i'm i'm, I'm like i'm a freak you know yeah. so then it slowly starts dawning on him this is a curse you know but he's got a sense of humor oh. right um yeah i could see um it would seem cool at first but then it would start to feel like work <laughs> and then it'd be less cool because <laughs> It sounds like there's a, a yeah. lot of uh, a work ahead for him. Yeah. He has the curse and has all this work to do to run around the world and catching monsters and shit. That's yeah. I, I'll just be regular on me before I have to do that. I'm good. <laughs> but <laughs> glad he's doing it. Yeah, no. It's a fun, it's a fun read and, and it's making for an exciting adventure, a good comic book. So book two, he's chasing the, uh, we call him the Gil God. Yeah, the Gil God. So down in the Amazon, he's actually going to get the Gil, the Gil God. Uh, the eggs were in the, uh, the museum and now they've hatched again. But they worship uh, the Gil God and the, the Gil creature as a, as a god in the Amazon. Right. So he has to go find him in this sunken temple. There's going to be dinosaurs in it. Okay. So I was trying to make it the coolest, the coolest book ever. I'm trying to put everything I love. Yeah, yeah, into yeah. the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. So, if it's your story. You might as well. You got to make sure you enjoy it before anybody else will. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm pretending a movie studio gave me an unlimited budget, yeah. and I could put any monsters I want to in it and do anything I wanted to do. And my favorite movies are 
horror movies, monster movies, and Indiana Jones world hopping adventures. So this is, you know, it shows it. definitely shows. <laughs> so what are, uh, what's the goal release date for book two? We're going to do uh, a Friday, February the 18th, uh, around noontime is the launch for the second Kickstarter. And we're going to go through to the 20th of March, which I think is a Sunday. So I try to begin on a weekend and on a weekend for working folk, you know, to have time to really take a look at it, you know, because during the week, everybody's pretty busy. But uh, yeah, I think it's on day one, all day one backers are going to get a free collectible monster card I'm going to put in there. And uh, we're going to have fun, man. I think this this is going to be a wild ride. You know, we're going to go I'm each issue. I'm going to try to have him go hunt down a different monster. And I think this one may end up being a two issue, two part, two part book. But the next time we're going to go to the the wolf beast and he's going to Frankenstein and eventually Dracula is trying to take control of these monsters too and get ahead of the game and get this book, right. the book of the dead. And if he Dracula gets his book of the dead, it's over. he wants to uh, bring yeah. eternal darkness right. to the world as Dracula would want to do. So. Makes sense. That's like, what right. else would you do with the, the book of the dead, you know? Might as well fuck shit right. up. Um, besides the <laughs> besides the collector cards, what are do you have any other perks lined up? Yeah, we're gonna have some collectible prints. I'm gonna have some uh, some t-shirts done okay. up of all the monsters, the great evils. I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a pretty you know Gabrielle De, uh, Del, Del Otto did a a variant cover of the first issue through a right. company a company called Spectral Comics, which is an online variant store. And uh, they sold really good. They're going on Amazon right now for, I think, about 80 bucks oh, for wow. one of his prints. And he did, uh, yeah, yeah. So he did uh, uh, The Mummy King and he did uh, The Invisible Man, which I don't know if you caught it, but in the first issue, did you notice when the first curator explained how he became the curator that he was hired by a man named Griffith? Yeah, I did. You remember even, that? I didn't even dawn on me, no. Well, who, who's, whose real name is that? It's it's the Invisible Man. That's yeah, your little Invisible Man uh, <laughs> Easter egg there in the comic. Yeah, I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that's cool. So you're saying this one could probably turn into a two issue arc for the yeah the way it ended, the way it ended. I left it on a big cliffhanger. So it, what I'm kind of trying to do is sometimes one issue will bleed a little bit into the next issue, right? And get resolved, and we'll pick up another storyline, right? Right. You know, so it feels more just like a fluid story. But uh, and Dracula pops up a lot, you right. know. So in issue two, Dracula's coffin has been bought by uh, a guy who got ripped up, rich on cryptocurrency. And he's <laughs> he's a vampire cosplayer. And he's 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 he's, he's down in uh, New Orleans for a vampire masquerade. And I always thought it'd be hilarious if some vampire cosplayers actually met a real vampire. Right. Right. And so they unveil. <laughs> They unveil Dracula's coffin and they're like, this is a real Dracula's coffin, man. And like, this has got his real bones in it. And they open it up and some blood gets on these bones and it brings Dracula back to life. And he's like, this is the moment he left. He thinks he's still in Transylvania. Like, where's Harker? Right. And he's like, oh, who? And so, yeah. So it kind of starts out like that. That sounds cool. (laughs) They had had no idea what they were fucking with either. That's no. So I've always wanted to see like some of these, uh, you know, people say, I'm a real vampire. I sleep in a coffin, bro. I wanted yeah. to see them get kind of waylaid by a real vampire. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. See, I, I do like <laughs> the humor 
that you're adding to it as well. That's cool. Cause I'm always, it, it's, it almost has like that campiness that like old monster movies had. Yeah. I was trying to get to that in a modern way. I think yeah, old yeah. movies are campy because they're old, you know, a little bit, but I was trying to bring, how can I bring that campy back, but in a modern kind of context. And then all the old universal monsters were, were kind of cursed. Like you felt sorry for them. Yeah. A, a little yeah. bit. They're kind of were trapped in there. And that's kind of what I want to do to uh, Henry Harker. Right. Like I want to be really likable and like, you know, he's, he's cursed. Like you kind of feel sorry for the guy. You know, I think there's a lot of characters in horror that are like that. It's pretty cool. You know, like that, they kind of get us by the heart in that way. And people that don't watch horror movies don't quite understand that, you know, but we, we do get a soft spot for like the guy that was bitten by a wolf. And, you know, he's like, I didn't yeah. choose to be this. We know even like a uh, Jason from Friday the 13th, he's kind of a sympathetic character. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was ignored by the camp counselors and he drowned in a cursed lake. Yeah. And then he's kind of just killing like a uh, kind of dopey ass, you know, teenagers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Much. I definitely think he's more of a sympathetic character than, than uh, Michael Myers. Michael Myers is just killing for the kill of it. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, did you guys, did you watch the last, uh, uh, the last Halloween? Did you like it? I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. It wasn't yeah. perfect, but it was. It is what it was. I thought the look of it was good, but like they kept yelling the same line. Like uh, I don't know. It was. I thought the script. It, it's a balancing act between st- keeping that campiness, like you said, from an old horror movie, yeah. and being so repetitive and seeing the same thing we've seen a million times. Yeah. Like if you change it too much and make it too new, people are like, "That's not the original stuff." Yeah. But then if you don't change it a little bit. It's, then it's kind of the same old thing you've always seen before. Hard to hard to please people, man. People are a pain in the ass sometimes. You just gotta make what you want to make. And if they yeah. like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. Yeah. So exactly. you gotta have an opinion about what you're making. Yeah. So but like I said, it was okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was good seeing a, a horror movie uh be like a, a blockbuster hit, you know. It's good for horror. I liked it because it was it was it was brutal though. The kills oh, were yeah. brutal, which I yeah. Got. The whole scene with like the uh, the fire jaws of life out on the lawn, yeah, he just fucked everybody's shit up. It was like, this is cool. It reminded me of like Bruce Lee scenes back <laughs> in movies when he beat up everybody. It was good. I dug it. Oh yeah, for sure. But that's really why we watch those movies, anyways. Like a Michael Myers kind of movie. A, yeah, it's kind of a release, man. Like he's yeah. like, you know, you just let's see a bunch of people get killed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and just, just imagine, just imagine yourself yeah. showing up to work one day and just fucking everybody up like that, and just put on a mask and say, "That's it, today, today." I quit. I've made my last sandwich, and then you're just slowly walking away as you hear all yeah. the sirens coming. Yep, like nothing I got, happened. I got your extra cheese, bitch. Yep, right here. <laughs> exactly. But uh, back to the back to the Forbidden Museum. Uh, when the first book came out, you sent us extra copies, which we had the intent of doing a giveaway. So let's go ahead and do that with this uh, upcoming release. We will get a copy of issue one into a listener's hands. Just uh, stay tuned to us on social media. We'll get a little post up of where to uh, follow us all and to follow their Kickstarter launch page. And pretty much you just follow me follow crypto follow the forbidden museum on 
whatever. Yeah, tell uh, you what, media, no, when you they follow uh, Forbidden Museum, tag tag you guys, tag Stephen Crypto, so I know that you're the people that watch this. Yeah, or listen to this. Get there you go. Forbidden so. Museum, tag Steve, tag Crypto, and you will be entered in a random drawing to get a copy of the book so you can check it out before book two comes out because i think you yep. guys are going to dig it people who listen to us i think we'll be into this comic yeah very cool and i'm on instagram at, at at the forbidden museum and i'm on facebook at the forbidden museum and i'm on twitter at uh craig uh c sawyer writer c-s-a-w-y-e-r writer that on twitter so yeah hit any of those up and tag you guys and uh we're going to a drawing for the comic book for sure yes do it just follow yes. him anyways even if you don't win he's you know posting all the updates on the kickstarter he's posting teasers from the yeah. the comic he has a uh, he has commercials for the comic out there that look really cool um he's he's really putting a lot of his heart and soul into this book and you and it shows if i had a soul if he had yeah, a soul but... well he put a lot of heart into it and uh maybe we could do like a side kickstarter to raise enough money to buy him a soul i don't know if there's a market for that or what but yeah i'm sure you can buy a soul somewhere buy a soul and on, then he'll put on ebay in. if it's anywhere it's on ebay somewhere yeah. i'm sure get a soul on ebay <laughs> and then and then he could use that and put that into book three put yes with yes. that ebay auction soul but uh <laughs> well yeah uh forbidden museum book two and when was the launch again for the kickstarter the launch is february the 18th, which is a Friday. We'll do it around noon and it'll end March 20th at midnight on Sunday. Okay. So let's um, set a, a deadline to get people following, to get this copy of the book out uh, by the end of this month. Well, we got 31 days this month. Yep. Something like that. Yep. So January 31st, we'll pick somebody and uh, then we'll get the book in your hands before the launch of the Kickstarter. So that way you'll be hype and, and contribute on the higher tiers and get some of the art and the t-shirt and all the cool shit that's coming with it. And the cards are going to be yeah. cool too. So day one, get the cards. I have a few of the cards here that he sent me and they're like really cool. I love the art because you know, I love the old monsters. So this is the book. If, if you have, if you think like me, this is going to be a good book for you. Good comic. Tell you what, day one backers, I'll I'll give I'll throw in a card and I'll throw in a Dracula head uh, pin too as well for first day backers. Nice, yeah. Those, actually, I got the pin too, and that's pretty cool. I like it. I like it. So, no reason not to do it. Uh, follow everybody. Free stuff, man. Free stuff. That's we we know uh, we could all use some free uh, goodies now and then since everything else is so damn expensive. Oh, tell me about it. Right. So, um, before we wrap this up, anything else you want to add or you want to throw in there? Uh, if you like monsters, you like adventures, I promise uh, a kick ass story uh, around those subjects. And anything you can do is support indie comics because that's where the good stories are at right now is indie comic books. Yes, do it. Um, Craigie Sawyer, Forbidden Museum, support indie comics, just support creators in general that's what we love to do here and craig's a good one so get on it all right thanks for coming thanks on man crypto and thanks Stephen crypto Stephen crypto army is that what you call him uh like, we don't have a name for him yet we'll, 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 come, up him, we'll come up with something 
We'll, we'll, we'll name them. Shoot us some names. The give us Legion. some name ideas. People on social media, give us name ideas. There you go. There you go. We'll see what they what they want to be called. What do you okay. guys want to be called? <laughs> right. Hey, well, anyways, thanks again, dude. Be well. Thanks, guys. And we will talk soon. Peace. Have a great one. Hey, we are back. I'm excited about Craig's comic, Forbidden Museum. He launches the Kickstarter in February, so stay tuned to all his channels for that. And, uh, you know, uh, we're going to do that giveaway, get you a copy of issue one. It's a cool book. It's a good one. So also stay tuned for that. And the artwork is amazing. The art is sick. You'll love it. The artwork is so awesome. Good. Um, yeah, it was crazy. It's our first episode of the year. Um, 2021's over. Uh, it was a okay year. We grew a lot. We, you know, connected with a lot of cool people. We had, you know, uh, we're proud of what we've done with the show and we're proud of people who listen to it for being able to put up with this. But jokes aside, um, great year but it kind of ended on a, a sad note we lost a uh, cultural icon like we lost a national treasure on the last day of the fucking year with the passing of betty white like weeks like literally days away from her 100th birthday um yeah like, i've never heard anybody say a bad thing about her you know what i mean she's like one of the people like yeah i have one one bucket list top 10 lists like hugging Betty White would have been on the top 10. You know what I mean? Like she's a tough mess. You'd be like, she smells like cheesecake that all the golden girls ate together. She smells <laughs> just like it. Uh, yeah. It's sad though. She lived yeah. a hell of a life. Yeah. Yeah, man. 99 years. That that's impressive as it is, you know, like she was so close to a hundred, but even, I mean, it's, it's a number, you know, 99 years. Like that's a, a long, beautiful life that she had. She's, she had, you know, a huge body of work. I mean, there's not, you know, not just golden girls that I watch every night with my two-year-old. She was in show. She has a lot. Like 80 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 2021 was a an interesting year good times bad times we all had our share um you know emma left the wiggles joe gatto left in practical jokers but then we end the year the final day with betty white passing away it's just kind of the final nail on the coffin there you know um and and nobody deserves to go well i can't say nobody but you know most good people don't deserve to go. She definitely didn't. And it's, you know, it would have been nice if she made it to a hundred, but even with that aside, like you just think about all the work that she did. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's pretty impressive. It's just weird to think like that. She's gone now. Like there was a, there was a time. Yeah. When Betty White was one constant, like ray of light. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she was always, I don't know, she was, like I said, yeah. she was a fucking treasure. Like, you know, we, we talk about horror and, and all that stuff a lot, but like, there's, and there's horror icons and everything, but she's like a different level of icon. Just, she's a human icon. You know what I mean? Like, 
there's different genre of people that are yeah. iconic, but she's just like an iconic human. You know, and it's yep. I guess it's like the best way to to mention her. Like, yeah, it's sad. You know, it was fun when she kind of pulled and she pulled an out of character move on us when she was in Lake Placid. You know, it was a dirty right. old woman behind, right. like next to the lake. Yeah. You know, fed her husband to the crocodile and all yeah, that. So she's even been in her. Uh, so she's telling the cop, "If I had a dick, I'd tell you to suck it." <laughs> yeah, she's done. Uh, I actually forgot about that, but um, yeah, yeah so she's been yeah. in horror too. So. Uh, yeah, no, it was great. It was her, uh, yeah, and her last time hosting SNL it was fun. I don't know. If oh, it was so that. fun. Yeah, yeah, dude. Every skit was so funny. She played the old lady, um, Blarf and Glarf. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, uh, you know, the person came with the package for him or whatever. They're like, uh, how many people live here? <laughs> She's like, uh, about 15. <laughs> and they're all named Blarfinglar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's she fucking treasure. <laughs> the only way to describe who she yeah. was. Yeah. But man, on that you note, mentioned that episode. Yeah. I, well, hold, real quick, man, I, I got to at least tell you this one. You mentioned that episode. This is a skit that if you go back and try to watch that episode of SNL, for some reason, it's not there. Um, maybe it was a little too controversial. But I remember the cast at the time getting together and there's just like a white background and Betty's sitting there on a bench and they all start singing the golden girls theme oh, to her. Oh, the metal and, kicking and, one. Yeah. 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 And she was like, Oh kids, you know, that was really sweet, but this is how I would have done it. And yeah, it kicks into just thank you for being a friend. death metal version. And she puts on the S and M mask and she's into like a little mosh pit and all yeah. that. And then at the end she pulls it off. Thanks for being my friends, motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, it's just great. You could probably find it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll there. find it. I'll post it in our Definitely. group. Yes, do it. Do it. Yeah, we, we miss you, Betty White. We love you. Uh, yeah. I'll be watching Golden Girls tonight like I do every night with my two-year-old. And I'm sure you were greeted at the gates by uh, Sophia and Blanche and Dorothy. You know, everybody listening, please uh, raise your glass of uh, Gahuga Flugin and up to Betty White. Yeah. Or if you don't have that, you drink your 59 wine. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That being said. And don't forget to have a, gonna... a slice of the uh, Gaharka Flark. Yeah. So now that we left you guys on a, a sad note here, we're going we're gonna to leave and uh, remind you guys to go visit buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto and stop by our Patreon patreon.com slash steve crypto and uh pledge a little something and come check out we posted our first uh exclusive episode over there i did a little game talk with my fiance ryan and it was fun uh do it up we've been steven crypto show and we will catch you on episode 60 catch you on episode 60 and he'll be back with a better rhyme than this week. <laughs> Hopefully we won't be feeling shitty on episode 60. That doesn't even rhyme. Look at that. No. That should have been for like episode 50. Shitty and 50, but no. 60. We'll come up with something. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got a week to work on it.